welcome to another podcast by BNP Paribas Wealth Management. I'm Charles Descartes-Poisson. Today, Edmund Shing, Global Chief Investment Officer of BNP Paribas Wealth Management, unveils his investment strategy for October 2023. Hello, Charlotte. Edmund, long-term interest rates are at their highest in more than 12 years. So is today a buying opportunity in bonds? We think that bonds are indeed a buy at this level. Now, that doesn't mean that bond yields can't go higher in the very short term, but it is true that if we look in Europe, long-term bond yields are at their highest level in over 12 years. And if we look to the US, even longer for over 15 years. So we do think we have a historic buying opportunity today, particularly for the patient conservative investor who wants to construct a bond portfolio. Now is indeed a pretty good time to start doing that. Can oil prices really rise to over $100 a barrel? We don't think so. While it might be true that Brent can touch $100 a barrel in the short term for a short period of time, we believe that the benchmark Brent crude oil price remain in a range between $85 and $95 a barrel over the next few months. So while it's true that demand at a global level remains strong for oil, while it also remains true that the OPEC plus group of countries the producing nations, including Russia, have cut production quotas, so are producing a bit less. We should also bear in mind that the US is one of the biggest producers in the world and is growing production to 13 million barrels of oil per day. And that also we do expect a slowdown, particularly in the US economy by the beginning of next year, which also should curb the growth in demand for oil. So for all of these reasons, we would expect to see oil price remaining relatively high, but between $85 and $95 a barrel. Edmund, how much further can inflation rates fall in Europe over the next few months? Well, we think that we can see a similar trend in Europe to what we have already seen over the last few months in the US. That is to say, inflation rates continuing to trend lower towards 3%. And the reasons for that in Europe are quite simple. Firstly, energy prices have come down a lot. Gas and electricity prices are way lower than they were a year ago at this time of year. Secondly, food prices are also calming down. Consumers have reacted to the very high rate of food inflation by simply buying less and buying cheaper, going to discounters more. And that is putting pressure, particularly on branded goods producers like Nestle, to introduce more discounts and reduce prices. Thirdly, if we think about goods prices, particularly those goods imported from China, those prices are coming down. So again, when we take all of that together, that suggests that inflation rates should continue to trend lower in Europe and that should actually be better news for the consumer in the coming few months. Does this mean that central banks have finished raising referenced interest rates then? In our view, yes. We believe that central banks have hit peak reference rates already, 5.5% in the US, 4% for the deposit rate in Europe. We don't think they're going to go higher. And in fact, we believe that with the slowdown in the US economy we expect next year in particular, and with the slowdown inflation that we still expect through into next year, that central banks will be able to start reducing their interest rates from middle of next year in the case of the US and a little bit later in the case of the ECB. Should we expect this summer weakness in stock markets to reverse in the fourth quarter? We're pretty hopeful that we should see a better October to December period, a Q4 period for stock markets. It is true that August and September have been difficult months, both for bond markets, but also for stock markets as a result. There is this competition between bonds and stocks. And as bond deals have gone up, as they have recently, bonds have become more attractive and that puts pressure on stocks. And this is what we've seen uh, with a bit of a sell-off, a correction in stock markets. But we 
would expect the normal seasonal pattern to revert and that normally would mean a gain of between 4 and 5% for the US and for European stock markets between the beginning of October, i.e. now, and the end of December. In conclusion, therefore, while this has been a difficult couple of months in August and September, both for bonds and for stocks, we remain optimistic that we see better days ahead over the next few months. And so for a long-term investor, we would still be positive on stocks, particularly excluding the US. We're also positive within the bond sphere on US bonds and corporate bonds, particularly investment-grade corporate bonds. And thirdly, within the alternatives, we particularly like gold as a good diversifying asset. This has sold off recently because of higher bond yields and the higher dollar, but we think that we have an attractive entry point in gold for a long-term investor today. Thank you very much, Edmund Sheng. And to our audience out there listening to this podcast, please like, share and subscribe to our podcast channel on any provider of your choice, such as Apple Podcast, Podcast Addict and Spotify. See you soon.